1: Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman.
0: Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. You can get these podcasts because you know you want them. You can get these podcasts at firinglineradio.com, firinglineradio.com. This week, this week only, they are free. Next week, I think they're 1000 bucks per download. So make sure you subscribe. Get them in there while they're free because, well, Salem needs some more revenue for the show. So we're going to start charging 1000 bucks per download. Maybe. Okay, they will still be free. Anyway, you want to make sure that you get those. Joining me on this show, I have Dan Smichko. Dan Smichko is the owner-CEO of Cutting Edge Bullets, longtime sponsor. We've been involved with Cutting Edge Bullets, I don't know, maybe 10 years, and I've been doing the show about eight, something in that neighborhood. Anyway, Cutting Edge Bullets has got some amazing products. They think outside the box. I love that about this company. I love the fact that it's a small company. It can make changes quickly and uh, get on top of trends. So Dan, how are you doing today?
2: Oh, we're doing great. We're doing great and uh, actually having some decent weather in Pennsylvania.
0: What is decent weather for Pennsylvania?
2: Um, Low 80s with uh, humidity under 50%. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that sounds good. Very good. Now you're in rural Pennsylvania. So the madness that has infected the world hasn't really come to your town, which I, I imagine uh, in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia is probably a mess. Pittsburgh's a mess. But uh, you get outside of those areas and Pennsylvania is quite a nice place.
2: Yeah, it's, it's okay. You know, for now. Um, and it, it isn't too crazy here, but people are still you know uh, in a bad way about it you know there's differences of opinion and wh- whether to wear masks and whether to not wear them and the social distancing everybody's always pushing the boundaries that kind of thing you know so nobody really knows what's right and what's wrong
0: i'd say that's true and uh here in california we just have more power grabs by the government they're just deciding to do things you know I was talking with my pastor a couple of days ago and they're talking about church services. When can they do things? And I said, well, why don't we just not have a church service, but why don't we have a protest riot Sunday morning in the sanctuary? And then you there can you pack go. in as many people as you want. Um, we can say Jesus Lives Matter. So, you know, well, it's a new JLM movement and uh, you can come in and, and uh, you can rub shoulders with people. You don't have to wear a mask. It's great. And we probably will forego the burning of buildings and police cars and destruction of property and people uh, and and just instead have a quiet protest uh, in that manner. So, you know, that's an option for everybody out there. Let's just have a protest instead of a gathering. Don't have a barbecue at your house. Have a protest. Um, it's just. I think that's just a new vernacular where where we need to live.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if people get their asses back to work. Um, then uh, they wouldn't have so much time to do stupid stuff like protest against, you know, things that uh, should be done peacefully.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know. there's one thing for a protest. There's a whole nother thing for a riot. And when it involves smashing glass and stealing private property, or I I hate to drag you into this conversation here, but let's just talk about, Oh, Seattle, 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 how far you have fallen. (laughs) Um, Once the gem of the Pacific Northwest, now the J trap of a sewer line in the Pacific Northwest. I just saw today as I'm on my way in here, as I was reading a news story, um, that right now, this chas or chap or whatever they are, uh, where all the CHAZ holes are, the um, that area, right now they have fake barricades, kind of the like the plastic ones you put with water. Well, the city of Seattle is offering to replace those with concrete K rails. Nice. The city of Seattle is offering to replace the temporary blockade that these people have used to seize private property with concrete K-rails that vehicles can't break through unless you have a tank.
2: Just wow. What, what,
0: I, I'm trying to say what's the thought process, where's the sanity, where's the flow of logic, but then it is Seattle, um, which is nice because Seattle and Portland are actually making Sacramento look, look okay.
2: <laughs> yeah and,
0: and that's uh, crazy stuff that's very hard to do um, when when you're getting out liberaled by even Sacramento and Gavin You know, Gabby Newsom is, is getting out liberaled by two other cities he's going to have to go even harder left so we'll just have to wait to see what the other shoe drops here in California but anyway that's that's what we deal with out here on a daily basis and that's why this show is brought to you from enemy territory in the occupied portion of the people's Republic of California. Anyway, that's, that's where we're at, man. So, you know, and and same thing with Pennsylvania, right? If you didn't have Philadelphia dragging your state down, you'd have a heck of a a heck of a place out there. And we have, we have San Francisco and LA destroying our state.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at New York. You know, New York is a great state if you'd cut it off right at the northern boundary of Pennsylvania and, you know, get rid of that New York City, make that New York and uh, make uh, upstate New York something different. Because they're great people up there and very conservative. But I you you
0: know, my they son had a chance. Yeah, my son's in Albany and there's like a gun store in every corner out there in that rural area. Yeah. But they need to take Manhattan and Long Island, just kind of push them into the ocean. Yeah. Now, yep. people talking about splitting states, and here's this is very, very critical that we don't fall for that trap. So if we split states, what will happen? Let's take California, for example. They're talking about trying to make three new states out of the state of California. Well, we have enough population. But the problem is in Northern California, that will be taken over by the liberals out of San Francisco, and you'll end up with two Idiot senators, just like Feinstein, just like Boxer, just like Harris, just like all the other terrible senators that we've brought at, brought into the nation. Then the central part will be held by the coastal communities there also, and they'll have two more terrible senators. And then in Southern California, obviously, we'll have two terrible sen- uh, senators. So we will have changed the balance of power nationwide by introducing six idiot senators instead of only two. And it's the same thing with Pennsylvania. If you split off Philly into uh, its own state, they're going to have two terrible ones. And then George Soros is going to spend a billion dollars to give you two terrible senators. Um, And and so we can't do that. What we can do, and I think makes all the sense in the world, especially for California, is we should just take the nice counties that don't want to be part of the madness and be annexed into Nevada and try and save Nevada. We will live under Nevada's laws with California's weather. There you go. Yeah. So you guys can have, uh, yeah, Philadelphia can get sucked into New York and you leave the rest of Pennsylvania alone. Sure. And not have to have two more terrible senators to continue to ruin things. All right. You know, we when we talked off offline to set this thing up. We said we weren't going to get into the politics, and then I brought the show right there. So I apologize for that. But let's, uh, the last couple of minutes of this segment, why don't you tell us a little bit about cutting-edge bullets, why you started what you started, and we'll pick it up from there.
2: Well, um, in 2008, we were, you know, we have a machine shop. We're a Swiss screw machining uh, facility primarily. And, you know, long-range hunters have been for a long time using existing projectiles and Um, In 2008, you know, we decided, you know what, I think we could make a uh, better bullet out there because we were shooting some animals and uh, having some uh, not-so-desirable results at longer range, and uh, we thought we could come up with something a little bit better than that, so we started development, and uh, that's that's how the MTH line uh, first began, and that's the first line that we introduced and in 2010 we actually formed the company and uh released the first uh several calibers of uh projectiles in the MTH and uh MTac line. Uh no. since that time, you know, we've grown from uh one line of bullets to approximately 10 different uh lines of bullets right now, anything from uh extreme long range to uh you know, bullets where, you know, you get blood on your face when you shoot something with them. You know, so, um, you know, safari, muzzle loader uh, you name it, there isn't anything that we don't cover. And the latest endeavor is the twenty-two long rifle that uh, we're just about ready to introduce.
0: That's fantastic. So we're going to talk about these different lines and match them up for different uses because it's like your golf club. Okay, you may have one rifle. That's great, but you're going to have a different bullet for different things you want to do with it, whether it's, it's shooting ground squirrels or you know, taking your 375 out there for, uh, for ground squirrels or trying to get it out there for elephants. You're going to have a different use for different projectiles, and that's why there's so many different that are offered, and we need to understand how those benefit us. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check out Cutting Edge Bullets at CuttingEdgeBullets.com. We'll be right back.
1: AM 590, The Answer. This portion of The Firing Line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside.
0: All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! Hey, folks, every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, all the great stuff afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. And our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been Firing Line Radio Show's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Now, if you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. Head on down to Bullseye Sport in Riverside where you need to go for small arms, rifles, shotguns, big arms, accessories, and much more. And after you purchase that firearm, Vincent and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course. One that's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. More information on firearm courses, called Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951 823 Visit the website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes because at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first. 823 Folks, you need to get on out there because... We're living in crazy times, and if you are not armed for protection or recreation, well, you may have missed the boat because, <laughs> frankly, not a lot sitting on the shelves of gun stores currently. So, yeah, you need to you need to protect yourselves because if you haven't seen yet, the police department can't be there to protect you. And number two, they may be showing up a little bit slower than normal out of self-defense for themselves because... I think being a hard charger in today's environment is going to get you nothing but arrested. So, you know, you need to realize that in this life, you are the first responder. You can be the first responder or you can be the first victim, but it's going to come down to you and your your choices. Uh, You cannot depend upon the police to be there. They're a thin blue line. And right now they're under attack. And they have to be defensive. So that's a reality that these idiot protesters have put us into. And the lack of backbone by any of our leaders to stand up to them. Instead of seeding them cities, we should be giving them nice private beachfront berths in Guantanamo. That's where they belong. All right. Joining me back here, um, and uh, he, a gentleman who has no no uh, association with my political commentary, <laughs> Dan Smichko. <laughs> Cutting edge bullets. I'm a big boy. I'll stand up on my own on that. Uh, Cuttingedgebullets.com. They're out of uh, Pennsylvania. Now, Dan, we're just talking about the different types of bullets that you had. And as I I went off the air, we're talking about MTH, Match Tactical Hunting, which is your first style. Can you describe that, what it is, and the purposes for that bullet?
2: Yeah, that's a solid copper monolithic bullet uh, designed for expansion that ranges where your velocity drops down to, you know, around 1,800 feet per second. Beyond that, you're not going to get real good expansion, and, uh, you know, you should probably think about a different line for that. But they are our highest BC, which, you know, we by far don't design for the highest possible BC, but rather we design our bullets and manufacture our bullets for the most dependability uh, and consistency.
0: So well, let, let me let me unpack that a little bit here. So BC, for those of you who've listened to the show, sometimes you tell me I talk too much in Greek. BC stands for ballistic coefficient. What that what you should understand that number as is the gas mileage, the efficiency of the bullet through the air. So a a bullet with a high BC number which might be like 0.6 or 0.7, those are very high numbers, they are more efficient. They don't slow down as fast as a bullet with a low BC. So the difference would be a hybrid versus a diesel truck or a Winnebago, right, between a low BC and a high. So that's what that number refers to. And it becomes important because the less drag on a bullet, the more energy it's able to deliver on target downrange so as dan just said 1800 feet a second is where that bullet is the bottom line for impact for proper performance well that could happen at 400 yards in some cartridges and a thousand yards in another cartridge so it all the you know the yardage isn't as important as your velocity and the bullet that you select and so that's what that is okay pick it up from there dan
2: yeah and I'll elaborate just a little bit on that but you know your high bc uh, bullets which you know uh you, you know fly through the air uh theoretically you know with less drag and uh less drop are great except for the fact when you add b- ballistic coefficient deviations in there uh the higher the bc is the more aggressive you make your bullets the more fluctuation you start to see. So if you have some bullets flying with a 0.7 BC and you have other ones flying at a 0.62 or 0.65, well, you automatically added a lot of vertical dispersion into your shooting. And that is a very, very common thing that people, you know, don't uh, really pay much attention to because none of the bullet manufacturers advertise that. That deviation.
0: Right. But- and they mm-hmm. also they also tend to have like, I don't know, like high school football um program uh numbers. You know, everybody in the high school football team is six, six, two sixty, right? Uh, yeah then you see them in person, they're five eight one one fifty. <laughs> 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 so marketing is different from real life experience. And your numbers on there have been verified.
2: Well most of them have been verified. We just got a new system from oler the uh, oler eighty nine system it's their new uh, it's actually a beta system. We're one of uh, three people that have got them across the country and we've been testing that a lot and that gives very accurate numbers and it's all based around time of flight and it matches the Doppler radar uh, data very very close so uh the the data is good and uh, the more uh, we've had most of our bullets uh, independently tested by applied ballistics so if you own their program uh, you can go into their library and uh, they must have 150 of our bullets that they've tested themselves uh i i can i can only say that i can't verify their numbers and some of them you know we say okay they say that's what it is so that must be what it is Uh, sometimes we have a hard time hitting using those numbers, but, uh, what it boils down to is no matter what rifle or bullet you're shooting, you do need to come to certain conclusions on your own about the ballistic coefficient that you need to plug in. Because we just tested these new 22 caliber bullets, for example, uh, 32 grain, and we tested them out of three different rifles. Now, this is obviously, uh, a low BC situation. In one rifle, it was 0.111 G1, and it was very consistent within 0.004 points. The next rifle was 0.107 uh, average, and the next rifle was 0.102. Well, that doesn't sound like a big difference, but when you're looking at a low BC number like that, Point one oh two to point one eleven that's almost ten percent yeah you know that's that's substantial when you start pushing your uh your abilities to the limit and your ranges to the limit because you you are factoring in uh, a lot of vertical dispersion and all you've got to do is run it through a ballistic program and it'll tell you how much vertical dispersion there is and vertical difference between the lowest bc and the highest bc
0: right and and in working on a program like that i mean one of the things that i like to do is take my rifles out you know to a place i can shoot maybe 1200 yards and without any preconceived notions say i have a hundred yard zero you know see what it takes to adjust for a 300-yard hit, a 500-yard hit, a 600, a 7, an 8, uh, a 9, or a 1,000. And, and then those are the real-world numbers for that elevation. And then what I do is I take my calculator and I plug it in backwards to find, okay, if my hold is five minutes at 400 yards, what bc number do i need to plug in for my velocity to make that hold true and have the same real world real world dope for 900 yards and a thousand so you can plot a graph on paper and you should be able to once you've done all that figure out wherever your bullet's going to be on on any distance on there and once you calculate that in then you kind of know the bc of what your gun with your twist rate and your barrel length and whatever you did to that bullet is is effective. And then if you need to change your altitude, the curve stays the same. Um, your your holds might be different, but your your curve line is the exact same for different altitudes. And that's how you back into those calculators. Calculators can be very very helpful, but they're not exact. It's not like your math calculator. It's not exact in every single instance. It might get you close but it might make you miss if you haven't done a real-world check at that distance, right?
2: Yeah, that is correct. Yeah.
0: yeah. So just because you get, a, you get a calculator and a brand-new uh, Ruger Precision Rifle does not mean you get first-round 2,500-yard hits. And we're going to talk about extended long-range shooting and what that really involves with Daniel Smichko, who was a previous King of Two Miles uh, champion. Uh, we'll be right back after this.
3: Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside, proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates, or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211 am
0: 590
3: the answer this portion of the
1: firing line is brought to you by ccw safe by philip and cornerstone christian wealth management
2: spartans lay down your weapons come and get them
0: Hey folks, Mulan Lave, Saturday, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. Go to firinglineradio.com for the free podcasts. Free this week, thousand bucks apiece next week, so you better sign up now. Joining me back here, I have Daniel Smichko, Cutting Edge Bullets, cuttingedgebullets.com. Great array of hunting bullets. I use them exclusively for hunting. And it's not, they're not just hunting bullets, but they do have very, very consistent high BC bullets used to win a lot of these matches when it comes to extended long range and putting first round hits on target at, at distance. But I talk a lot about long range shooting cause it's fun for me. Not everybody shoots long range or shoots as often as, as we do and stuff like that. So, you know, there, there really needs to be, especially when we're talking about hunting and there needs to be a little bit of an understanding for that. And Dan, you actually have a, a another line of bullets that may be more apropos for most people's hunting purposes.
2: Uh, yes, that's the Maximus line, and uh, that's the reason we came out with that line. It's like it's got extremely good terminal performance, and uh, for ninety nine percent of the people out there, including in most of my normal hunting rifles. You know, that's what I'm going to load because, you know, uh, if I'm out hunting by myself, first and foremost, and I probably wouldn't take a shot uh, if I was by myself, I probably wouldn't take a shot unless it was dead calm and I knew exactly the situation, uh, uh, but but that I wasn't going to miss. I wouldn't shoot over 600 yards. You know, so with that in mind, You know, these Maximus bullets have extreme thermal performance, super consistent in BC, so you don't have any, you don't have to worry about BC fluctuations on that because they weren't designed to be a real high BC bullet. They're more in the line of a, uh, as far as ballistic coefficient goes, they're more along the line of a
0: Traditional uh,
2: traditional hunting bullet, like a Barnes or something with numbers like that, but just much more
0: precise and consistent now uh, you know you you said the b word which i can't stand but anyway that's <laughs> you you can't say that but i can um the the difference that i've seen on the terminal end of those two bullets uh one on a bore in uh ranch with a 30-06 and the b bullet versus the 125 Maximus uh, that I use out of my 270 Ackley Improved, eh, unbelievable. I remember <laughs> I'm with the guide and this big sow's running by and about 125 yards, and I I fired the gun and he goes, he saw the dust go behind her. He goes, oh, you missed, you shot high. I'm like, no, I didn't. So we're looking at each other. He goes, yes, I said, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. And he looks up again and the animal's rolling. It's like, see, I told you. <laughs> And then another one was like (laughs) 350 yards up this hill and boom. And it just instantly collapses and rolls back down because the design on the Maximus is to deliver the energy of the bullet into the engine room and to, you know, pass through because you still have a a piece on it. Um, But it, it, if you look at some of the advertisements of other, Monolith bullets out there. They want to show you a really pretty little star that comes out of look. We've retained all of our weight and it's a small little mushroom. Uh, When that comes to terminal performance in the engine room of an object you're firing at, that can cause minimal damage and that can cause prolonged tracking. You know, the animal could live, it could get away, it could just be in pain for longer. And I know when I choose to hunt, if I pull the trigger, it's on me to bring that animal from this side of the world to the next in the quickest, most painless way. And so with a bullet that causes the immediate disruption of all the systems, you get that. You get an immediate death. Um, and that is just, that's yeah. a, a proper design, and that's why that bullet's designed. And so when in California we are forced... Forced to use non-lead, and I was a very late adopter of this. Oftentimes, the guides would say, "Hey, what's this?" And I'd say, "Oh, as they're cleaning the animal, so oh, that must be from a previous wound. Couldn't have been my bullet, <laughs> but <laughs> that's not my lead, no." But when I found cutting-edge bullets, I was able to get the performance that is in a traditional cup and core bullet for for slowing down an animal. It's in that performance level of mushrooming and and causing major hydrostatic disruption in a monolith and, and in a highly consistent BC bullet that shoots extremely accurately. So the Maximus, if you're shooting a, let's just go through the list here, uh, Anything in the 6.5s, like a Creedmoor, the Maximus is a bullet you should have, maybe the 130 grain or something of that nature. And uh, 270, I use the 125 for that. It's a great, great combination. You're going to have almost the same drops, but now you have a very accurate monolith copper bullet that's available in California. 7mm 08, I think you have a 130, something in that range. You know, Mm 7MAG, you may want to go a little higher, 145, or even a 1. I don't know if you have 168, but 145 for the 7MAG. Thirty out six. You've got the one fifties. Is it in thirty caliber?
2: Yeah, one, yeah, there's quite a few of them in thirty caliber, of course.
0: And so you're able to get solid, quality hunting bullets with devastating downrange performance that shoot consistently. And that's really, in my real world experience, the difference between the B bullets and the cutting edge bullets has been the terminal performance. And uh that's, that's why I reached out to Cutting Edge and brought them on the show because I was impressed with what they did. Consistency on the, on the accuracy for targets. Um, it didn't jump my pressures up, which some of the other bullets did. It didn't jump up my pressures, was accurate, and had great terminal performance. And that's the, uh, the Maximus and the MTH bullets. So, Dan, I'm talking too much here, so let me run over to you. You also have a laser, L A Z E R, a laser brand. What exactly is that?
2: That was initially designed as a a long-range hunting bullet that had better terminal performance uh, than the MTH down to a lower uh, velocity. You know, so where the MTH, you know, is 1,700, 1,800 feet per second, and then you're not going to get much terminal performance beyond that. These lasers, we've shown down to, you know, 1,400 feet Uh, in depending on the weight of the bullet, and uh, they perform incredibly well. And what we didn't realize at the time, uh, and when we first started designing and and building them, the first thing we noticed was, well, the BC is a little bit less than the MTH. It's like, well, that's okay though. The, you know, normal hunting situations, uh, you know, even ourselves, I mean, we don't normally, most of our animals are 800 to, or you know, 600 to a thousand yards, say, you know, so, you know, we weren't worried about the super high BC, but then we noticed, uh, after it was brought to our attention, uh, by an independent lab, you know, they said, did you ever notice how consistent the BC numbers were on those lasers? I said, I really never paid attention. We always just look at that average number, you know, and We call it good. So we went back through our data, and we we saw the same thing. It's like, oh my god, these things are like accurate or or, uh, consistent. They're they're so consistent, you know, like within four thousandths of a point, point zero zero four. They're always in the single digit spread in a ten shot group. You know, so out of ten shots, if you have a BC that's 0.75. 0.75. They're not going to fluctuate more than the worst one will be 0.74. That is unheard of. I mean, there isn't a bullet out there, bar none, including our MTH, that will come close to that. Our MTH are, you know, good. They're, you know, like 0.015 to 0.025, still good for a high BC monolith bullet, but uh, not a laser. So once everybody saw that, then it's like, ooh, this is going to be really good for extreme long range. Even though, you know, the BC is a little bit lower than the MTH, the the consistency is uh, so much better that you immediately eliminate all possibilities of vertical dispersion due to a BC fluctuation.
0: Now, and that is amazing because vertical dispersion at three thousand yards on a BC of point zero zero four difference could be what sixteen feet.
2: <laughs> something, oh, I mean,
0: something ridiculous, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, it could be, like, if you have a point zero four spread, yeah, I mean, it could, it'll could it be measured in feet, certainly not in inches.
0: Yeah, and so that's why the ultra-consistency and the extended long range, this is becoming a huge sport out here, guys. Um, I think the King of... I thought it was going to be in June, but apparently it got delayed. The um, King of Two Miles is going to be in September this year, and I know that these guys will be out there doing their best and firing off, I think... Was it in the last year, I think, uh, eight of the top ten results were shooting your bullets, something of that nature?
2: Yeah, last two years in a row, I believe it was uh, seven out of the top ten. And, you know, before that, it was six out of the top ten. And uh, the first year, uh, I won it with our bullets, and I think uh, it was probably 50% of the people that... Uh,
0: They're catching on. Um, They're learning your tricks. Yeah. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Hi folks, Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW safe on your side.
1: am 590 the answer this portion of the firing line is brought to you by vortex optics vortex the force of optics
0: what is best in life to crush your enemies see them driven before you and hear the lamentation of your women that is good you know what else is good First round hits at extended ranges. That is good. That's one of the good things in life. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, here with Dan Smichko, Cutting Edge Bullets, CuttingEdgeBullets.com. You can order them direct. Get on there. Hit the little shop button. uh, Put them all in your cart. Hit go. Give them your credit card number. You're going to be a happy person. CuttingEdgeBullets.com. Now, Dan, one of the other things that uh, I'm saving this for last. Hopefully, we've teased enough about it. 22 long rifle. Now, 22 long rifle, everybody has one, everybody shot one. One of the interesting things to me uh, is they have the new, you know, National Rifle League uh, 22, and I went out and I shot, and I was so disappointed in my gun, because it couldn't have been me, but... (laughs) you know you're shooting a quarter inch at 25 yards a half inch at 50 yards you're hitting right on a, a half inch three quarter inch target at 75 yards but between 75 and 100 yards my group's we opening up to four to six inches and I couldn't, it, it was high, it was low, it was right, it was left, it was, you know, two hits out of 10 and and it just was driving me crazy and I couldn't figure out what was causing that until everybody else told me I was using the wrong ammo, that my ammunition was hitting this transonic um, wall between 80 and 100 yards and doing whatever it decided to do at that point. So Talk about what you guys have come up with with your 22 long range ammo.
2: Yeah, the, the, we have uh, been messing around with this for you know probably at least six months, maybe longer. But the 22 caliber rimfire bullets, and the first uh, bullet that uh, is going to be released is a 32 grain, designed to shoot out of uh, standard one and sixteen twist rifles and uh, that bullet is has proven so far to uh, be very, very reliable in terms of uh, passing through the transonic region of flight. Um, it starts out a little bit faster, you know, so, you know, it likes to be shot at, you know, between 14 and 1,450 feet per second. That's where they'll be factory loaded eventually here as soon as we can get some things ironed out, but... That means I didn't do the math, but I am pretty sure that they're going to pass through uh, the critical region, you know, at 100, between 100 and 200 yards. Uh, Beyond that, they shoot very well. Uh, The vertical dispersion at 400 and 500 yards is extremely good. So whatever they're doing when they pass through, uh, they pass through very well.
0: So uh, did you just say, now that... we're, we're talking about 22 long rifle that you can mm-hmm. shoot out of your Ruger 1022. And you're talking about four and 500 yards.
2: Yeah. And those, those, those kind of ranges do require you to spin that bullet a little bit faster. Uh, I have not shot them out of a 16 twist at four and 500 yards, but uh in the nine twist, they shoot extremely well. In the six twist, they shoot extremely well. So if you're getting a .22 rimfire built, uh, all I can say is don't be afraid to spin them because, you know, uh, extra spin does not hurt anything. And it'll help you pass through uh, transonic and into subsonic very well.
0: Four to five hundred yards with a twenty two long rifle. So <laughs> that, That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing um now twist so the twist on this is the bullet makes one rotation down um clockwise rotation as it goes down the barrel every so many inches, so a one in six twist means every six inches it's rotating, a one in sixteen is like two and a half times or two and three quarters times slower, so the faster the twist, the more gyro stability it has. Through flight, which helps it go through that transonic wall. Um, what we're talking about this transonic wall, folks. If you've ever seen a picture of like a F 15 or F 16 as they're breaking the sound barrier and there's that, that funny looking white wall that appears right around the, the vehicle for that time period, it's like that going through the sound barrier and coming back out of the sound barrier. So if a bullet has your typical round nose profile, uh, and a slow twist, it tends to get deflected as it hits that wall of air that's that weird physical resistance. How are your bullets shaped differently, Dan?
2: Well, I won't go into too much detail, but we always put <laughs> No, we it want the secret formula. <laughs> <laughs> we always go with a flatter me-plot. Uh, we, we have messed around with very pointy bullets, um, and we have uh, found very little advantage, if any, uh, to a very pointy bullet. So we, uh, always have a meat plat diameter of between 45 and I'll say, uh, thousandths, depending on the caliber, you know, obviously the bigger, the caliber, you know, the little bit larger the meat plat is.
0: So what, what is uh, a meat plat? Came, what is a meat plat?
2: The meat plat is the effective diameter, uh, at the end of your bullet where it, it where even if it's a round nose, there's a meat plat there, and it's where the nose. In the case of a round nose, it's where the radius meets the ogive of the bullet. From there, the diameter—that's your meat plat effective meat plat diameter. Okay. So you know we always optimize it. You know, uh, you know, like I said, some of them are a little bit pointier than that, and you know, we we have not seen any gain so we typically change that but uh I know the the sexy thing now is you know you see these and and it is just an illusion where you know you see these really pointy bullets that are like needle sharp and uh there's absolutely no proof that it's it marketing. is worth doing uh that to gain for the, the very little gain in BC you get there's too many uh,
0: well, I know it. we've seen it with the uh, the VLDs. Sometimes when they're coming back out of transonic, even though they've had such a great high BC and they've done so well, they don't stabilize coming out of that back end because of their bullet shape. And it's like a, uh, a flying piece of rebar comes out of, of transonic better than some of the high VLD bullets, which is just, it's a fact. It's just interesting to see, right?
2: Sure. Yeah. That is a fact. So, but anyway, the twenty-two, the 22 caliber uh, bullets, you know, do have a meat plot diameter on them. It's flatter. It's, it's well, I call it a flat nose bullet uh, on the the initial release bullets. There will be a heavier version of that bullet, um, and it uh, remains to be seen exactly what the final profile is going to be because we're still in the testing mode on that, but we're hoping that it's going to be uh, a little bit pointier than the uh, initial bullet is and have a uh, you know, uh, 20 30% higher uh, BC number than uh, the original, uh, the, the first offering.
0: So here's, the, here's how this opens it up for you guys, uh, folks out there is that if you wanted to get into the extreme long-range game, well, you're going to be shooting something like a 375 Shaytac, which is just a ginormous, you know, the the action's going to be a lot more than $100, and the barrel's 34 inches, and it's a 36-pound gun, and, you know, it's a lot invested in that. You can get the same practice, the same disciplines, shooting extended long-range 22. You know, a a 550, 600 yard shot with a 22 has got to be equivalent. And I'm making this number up. It's got to be equivalent to a two mile shot with a, with a Shaytac because the level of expertise and wind reading and all those things are the same. It's just scaled down. So does this open up your shooting practice for this type of practice? You know, you don't have to drive two and a half hours out to the middle of nowhere. You can do it on a normal range and and really have solid discipline because the shooting skills and the practice are all the same, and this could just really help your shooting game, and not go broke. Uh, Dan, can they in California? We have a stupid thing about mail order, so you would actually have to have to send your ammunition to an FFL here in California. Your loaded twenty-two ammo or your PhD, which is amazing, personal home defense. Um, ammunition, you have to send it out here to an FFL. So if somebody contacts you, they can arrange that, correct?
2: That is correct. But one other thing that we're trying to do right now, and we have got a certain amount of, is procuring a, uh, a really good quality uh, primed empty cartridge in twenty two long rifle. And we've been loading our own with this stuff, and it is phenomenal. And we developed a two die set that you know you use one die for seating die and one die for a crypt die. And uh those things are incredible and we plan on offering that as soon as we can procure, you know, a million or two million rounds of uh primed cases.
0: Well put so, me put me down for an order. I'm going on record right now, I want to do this. I have to yeah, be able to beat my a- friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's fun to do, you know. You're only look you only loading like two grains of powder, you know, and uh, so it doesn't break the bank. They're they're tiny to work with, but you know, with the right dyes it, it works out really easy. The hardest part is, you know, throwing a, that light of a charge and trying to get it within, you know, uh twenty yeah. of two, a two, grain, you two, know, you really need to hold Two Polish.
0: grains, 20 grains, it's all about the same. It's math, it works. Folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show, I want to thank my special guest, Dan Smichko, Cutting Edge Bullets, cuttingedgebullets.com. Get on their website, get some stuff ordered there, save your hunting season, save your long range season, and get some 22. Dan, thank you for what you do, bud. Yeah, you're very welcome. All right, God bless. Shoot, Felipe, shoot! When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk.
1: The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, The Answer.